Hey, do I have a podcast episode for you? Today, I am bringing on a friend of mine, Mindy. I am so excited for you to meet her. And we talk about the word and. And that was not our intention. That is not what we had planned to talk about. But we got into such a great discussion about it that we had to just keep going. So what power is there in the word and? Listen and find out. Hi, friend. I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse, or even a child, loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom, and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story but it actually instilled in me a new hope, a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book, because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration, unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. Hi, and welcome back to Her Restored Spirit podcast. My name is Tammy, and I'm your host. And today, I am so blessed to have a friend of mine, a fellow coach, someone who I go to um, when I need a mindset shift or when I need that clarity, um, Mindy Hebner. Uh, Mindy, tell us a little bit about yourself and let's let's dive in. Hi, Tammy. Thank you so much for inviting me here today. I'm truly honored and so excited to uh, spend time in your community. I'm Mindy Hebner. I'm an intuitive mindset mastery coach obsessed with helping humans rewire their brains and uh, thrive, just thrive in life. My My mission is to help women reveal and release the limiting beliefs that keep them overwhelmed, overthinking, and in way too much self-doubt so that they can not only embrace the confident, wildly successful humans that they already are on the inside, also so that they can create a soul-aligned business and an extraordinary life. And that is that drives me every day, all the time, in my own life to have a soul-aligned business, an extraordinary life, and knowing that I have this gift. I have these tools that I get to impart to others as well. That's so exciting. And that's kind of how we got connected because we both recognize the value of the, well, one, investing in ourselves and growing, but two, just the power the brain has over us. Yes. Like it is, I mean, all of the things you do, if you don't start looking at the source, at that, the brain blocks and things like you cannot grow. You have the desire and it's actually like adds more pain and adds more, um, well, that, that overwhelm and anxiety because you, you, there's that internal struggle. And so when I started studying the brain years ago and like, but it's crazy, like doing it in therapy and then doing it in coaching and realizing that our brains, if we, it's great that we understand what happened, but let's go forward. Like it, there's something that happens when we're like, okay, let's release and thank that. Be grateful for what 
you've gone through, which sounds really crazy because even when you go through really hard things, Mm -hmm. but what it taught you is what you can be grateful for, Mm -hmm. not the circumstances Mm -hmm. itself. Mm -hmm. But so tell me, so you mentioned this idea of a thriving life, which is what I, I have come to realize is that's what we want. We all get to define it in a different way. So how do you define a thriving life for yourself? Oh my goodness. Right. It, it's a life or simply it's a life with more joy and more ease period. I have started using as a litmus test to everything that I'm doing. Where can I find joy in this? And where can I find ease in it? Not this entire task is going to be joyful and easy. That's, that's unrealistic. And I won't learn anything in that, right? I I won't have any room for growth or expansion or perspective shift. How can I find more joy and more ease? And I, I literally smack that up against everything almost always. Okay. Because we're human, right? And I was specifically thinking of when I allow someone to trigger me, when I allow, when I give away my personal power and I allow someone or something to trigger me, okay, well, there's not joy in that. And the only joy that I could see right now is, okay, here's the joy of recognition. Hey, I'm giving away my power, <laughs> right? I'm, I'm, I'm allowing. I'm noticing this is happening. There's the. Exactly. <laughs> I get to get curious. That's, that's yes. the joy. That's the joy of it. The ease comes when we recognize those types of things more and we go, okay, I can continue down this path or I can find more ease in. And here's one of the ways that truly I have been thriving specifically this year. Okay. It is in detachment. Ooh. Because in all attachment comes suffering. Yeah. Every time we attach to an outcome, and it doesn't play out the way we want it, we suffer, period. I was finding my attachment, and I think your audience will be able to really uh, like understand this and go, yeah, me, me too. I was finding, a, a realizing that I had attachment in the way I wanted other people to show up and love me. Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> And here's what that is an instant recipe for suffering, heartache, mm-hmm. upset, anger, all of the above, every, every emotion. And we give meaning. Here's, here's the, the real part of that. We give the meaning, and I'll speak for myself. I gave the meaning when some specific people weren't showing up for me the way I deemed that they should show up. The meaning I gave was I had to try harder. There was something wrong with me. I, 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 I made it mean all these things about me, which was even more defeating. I wasn't getting the love I said I needed or the relationship that I said I needed. And then I, I was making it mean it was because I was less than or broken or, you know, fill in the blank. And it has been a journey. It's been a one step forward, two step back. In this specific type of attachment for me in some very specific relationships. And I I get to say that I'm many more steps forward than back. And truly in the last like two or three months have honestly felt the clear detachment. And what I realized, number one, I did a timeline NLP technique. Uh, And I've done it many times. And this time I was in a space 
where I could step into even more expansion in it. And I, I realized, and this is profound, haha, quote unquote, I get to be me and I'm amazing. And Tammy, you get to be you and you're amazing. And that's it. But whenever someone shows up in a way where I think I want something specific, I'm like, wait, they're being them mm -hmm. and they get to be them because I get to be me. Yeah. I don't want somebody putting those boundaries and attachments on me that I can only show up in a certain way. And that's the way it means I love them or I respect them or any of those things. That was a really beautiful, messy growth period. It's been going on. And this, like I said, these last couple of months, just, I can feel my heart expanding right now. Like the, just the room in my heart space, in my chest, the expansion that has happened and literally detaching from the outcome, detaching from it. That goes so much with, um, so the, one of the series that I've recently done in my podcast is clearing the clutter. Mm. And we are talking about the separating, you know, well, first our own expectations for ourselves, like they're unrealistic. We have to give ourselves that, you know, if we, when we release those, when we clear those, we are actually able to see the path clearer because those get in the way and they are actually blocking us. They're mm -hmm. keeping us stuck. But the other part too is um, those expectations of others. How many times do we put our friends in this like protective bu bubble? We look through, you know, their circumstances through our lenses and we aren't allowing them to grow how they need to grow because we put expectations on it. We put boundaries. And then in reverse, realizing that that's happening to us so some of our best friends and our, um, it's like, why are we feeling the suffering? Like you said, and it's because of those boundaries and expectations. And you're right. It's the attachment we put on the outcome, the, who were you five minutes ago and not allowing the, who are you, who are you going to be? Who are you capable of being in the next five minutes? And yeah. it can change that fast with just those thoughts, those, um, those, that vision we have of ourselves. And we really, we, we get attached to an outcome and we, we get attached to a meaning. Our brain deletes, distorts, and generalizes based on our beliefs. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take this down like three trails all at the same time. <laughs> we cannot out hustle our beliefs. So if I am ingrained in the belief that someone needs to show up in this very specific way to be my friend, to show that they love me, to care about me right? That's exhausting. First of all, I haven't even probably let that other person in on it. Right. <laughs> right. This is some meaning that I have, have given to this. And we decide meaning for things just like this. We drop, we've all done this driving down the road. Someone cuts us off. What do we jerk? We like immediately give a meaning to this person where there's a million more empowered meanings because us deciding someone else is a jerk is really disempowering for us. Like doesn't serve us at all, right? I, okay, sometimes people are jerks, get over it. Yeah. Then once we, when I reverse that and I think, okay, I know there's been times I've cut someone off and I'm not a jerk, right? So the meaning that I get to give to this could be, 
lots of other things. They had a bad day. They were distracted. There's a kid yelling in the back, right? I can be way more grace-filled and way more empowered in the meaning that I give. So I say that to remind us that we give meaning. We decide the meaning to something just like this. Mm-hmm. And we we don't have to. If we decided that quickly that it means something disempowering, we get to then step into, okay, wait a minute. I decided that it meant this. This is an exercise I do with my clients all the time. Here's a sticky note of the moment where I decided this is the memory. I decided this driver was a jerk. Here's one meaning that I gave it. Okay, well, this is pretty disempowering, but this doesn't serve me at all. Like it might make me feel good for two seconds and then what? Like then what do I do with that information? Where can I grow? Okay, well, it could also mean like they were distracted. It could also mean they weren't paying attention. We've all been there. It could also mean now all of a sudden, I have all of these meanings and none of them are the one meaning. They're all, well, They it all could mean this. Those are way more empowering. I give way more choice to myself there than just saying, okay, well, that means that. And there's no room for anything else because I want room, right? We want, we want room when someone is deciding something about us. Right. We want grace. We want space in there. So the, the way that we give meaning like that. And I said, how does it change when you, when you switch that meaning, how, what does that change for you? Everything, right? Like, doesn't it change everything? We reframe, we allow expansion. We also then are taking the learning and moving forward in a whole new way. We're casting votes for the version of ourselves that wants more empowerment in the meaning that we give things, that wants less attachment to the driver that cut us off, right? The attachment is he's a jerk. The detachment is, man, the dude was having a bad day. Yeah. Right? Like that, that, that well, is- Well, you can think that it's a board, it, like further you can say, oh, I'm glad I was paying attention and in the moment to where I, there was no, no repercussions. There was no accident. No one got hurt. Exactly. Um, you know, and, and at that moment, it gives you that space to say, oh, I need to give more space in this moment for others. I get to. I, get and I love to. that you just said that. You said, I need to. And sure, right? It, it's an essential step in allowing yourself growth. And it feels really good when we have a choice, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Like I get to, I get to choose to act in a way that really serves me. Mm-hmm. And that's how you thrive. These are, people might be thinking like, what are you guys talking about? We're talking about ways to thrive. And these are very specific ways that you can put into practice to thrive in your everyday life. I love to say taking the ordinary, making an extraordinary, because every day gets to be extraordinary in some way, shape, or form. Yes. Period. It is. Well, and, and so share a little bit more about that when, because a lot of my listeners have been through some really hard things that they're like, but I'm in so much pain. How can I thrive today? How can I thrive in this moment? But you don't know what I've been through. How can we take that and say, yes, and? Yeah, I love that. We're we're on the same page. Yes, and. And is this beautiful word. So right here, my friends, how can you thrive in that moment? Replacing but with and. This is one way to thrive right now. You don't know my pain, all the things you say, but no, and, and you're right. 
I, I will never personally know anyone else's pain, even if we've experienced something very similar. I'll never, I'll never know that. We cannot out hustle our beliefs. So if you are believing that the pain is all there is, and it's all there that is ever going to be, you win. We're always winning the game that we're playing. Your brain will show you the proof of what you believe every time. So if you're thinking a thought habitually, I'll never pass this pain. And I'm, we're, I'm so not minimizing this. This is where we're at. I'll never get past this. How will I heal? If this is, if this is what you're thinking habitually, it's now become a belief and you've incorporated it into an I am statement as part of your identity. And that can be empowered and it can be very disempowering depending on the container of the identity. And we can, we can go there. I am, what comes after I am are some of the most powerful words in the universe and you can use them to move you forward or you can use them to stop you or keep you where you are. So if you're constantly thinking, I'm never going to get over this. I'm never, I will never get to the other side of this. So this is your identity, like stuck in this pain. Your brain will prove it to you. It will show you all the proof you want. You will actually create habits to prove this to yourself because you you love to be right. Your brain loves to be right. So it will take the easy, the road of least resistance to let you be right. And if that is your disempowered belief that there is nothing after this moment in your life, it will prove it to you over and over and over. You cannot out hustle it. You may be able to out muscle it for a little bit. A short you time. could fake it and it will be exhausting more exhausting than what you're living in right now because you're pretending and you're trying to 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 use willpower which is a finite resource to get past something that you it's impossible to out hustle you 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 can't do it again you may be able to get to a certain point and then that's it you're you're burnt out you're exhausted it's unsustainable so what do you get to start believing about yourself? I am in excruciating pain and, and what could come next for me? And what is one thought I could think today? If the place that you're at, if you're not even anywhere near actual action, let's, let's sit in these two places. What is one thought I could think in the direction of the possibility of less pain? Mm. Or what is one thought I could stop thinking so that I can move in the direction of less pain? Because maybe you're thinking, I can't add one more. I, I, there's no room for more. Okay, you're right. And nature abhors a vacuum. So release one of the things so that what gets to come in is something that will move you forward instead of keep you where you are. So it's so what you're saying is it's a choice. Always. To believe that. To 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 and the crazy part about that is and knowing the brain is you don't even have to believe it yet. 
like because it's the repetition that's what put you there in the first place it's that every time you think a negative thought it replays nine times in your brain for every negative thing for a positive thing one time it goes one time so when you choose what happens when you make it a habit of saying and i hurt this sucks i don't want to be here i can't do this and then you say and what happens at that moment and allows expansion for you and allows the possibility to come in what meaning would you like to give to and could and just the word itself just when you say it could it mean there could be more there could be something different and you can put whatever you want after and like fill in the blank you get to decide right now that and means hope that and means something that is going to move you forward that it gets to be an anchor to the future for you not an anchor to the past so good I bet you didn't realize how important or how valuable the word and is and what it could do to your brain for your brain. Well, and just as a way to reset your thoughts and to give yourself another perspective. So if you want to hear more of the conversation with Mindy, there's two ways of doing that. The first way is go to YouTube right now and you can watch the um, live the video podcast in its entirety or wait until next week when part two will drop. Either way, you don't wanna miss it. Now, she talks more about this in part two, but because I wanna make sure you know how to connect with her, um, if you go to rewireyourbrainclub.com and she has a free gift for you on a um, different me- a meditation that, um, that will help you rewire your brain. With that, friend, I can't wait until next week till we continue this conversation. But choose joy until joy chooses you. Bye.